You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the On Deck Podcast right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and I'm back, baby. I am back. Uh, it was a couple days. We had planned a vacation months and months ago, and I took my little kids uh, to Universal Studios. Oh, baby. It was Palm Trees, Chris Meany. It was uh, Wizards. It was uh, Minions. It was everything and a whole lot of butterbeer. And <laughs> I'm back here, and uh, I want to thank Chris Meany and all of our guests that we had who were uh, taking care of business when I was away getting a little tan. And I did get a little tan here, Chris. So, uh, are you jealous? That's my first question. Uh, a little jealous, definitely. It seems like you had a, a really good time. Uh, I'm glad that you and your fam had the opportunity to do something like that. I mean, that's what it's all about. So very happy to have you that's back right. for sure um, and ready to talk baseball. But yeah, I am a little jealous because obviously those who know me know uh, I'm north of the border. I am going to take in Vlad Guerrero tonight in his opener, but it is not sunny and I am not getting any tans. The roof will be closed at the Rogers Center. That's right. It's Vlad Day. It is Vlad Day. Everybody. I mean, I can't believe I came back on Vlad Day. So there yes. you go. <laughs> can't get better than that. And let me tell you something. A little, little heads up there. If you're ever traveling to Universal in Florida with your kids, stay at one of those hotels that's part of the Universal experience, whatever, because you get the free Express Pass with that. And with the Express Pass, you get the joy of walking past people who have been waiting online for a ride for 45 <laughs> And you walk right by them and you're online for like, oh, I don't know, six <laughs> minutes. And then you're on the ride and the look on their faces. Totally it's worth, worth it. Every, oh, it's worth it. Totally bit. worth it. The yeah. The pain I mean, that other people have for you as you walk by them and their children, they're hot and they're sweaty and they've been at the park and I got to go to the bathroom, daddy, and all this stuff. <laughs> nope. See you later. We're getting on the Dr. Seuss ride. Peace you out. You know, especially if you have young kids, Joe, I think that's a must. Like it, oh, if, yeah. you, if you don't. If you take something away from this experience that you had, everyone, no, get those fast passes. Just, just do it. Like if you're already committed, it's you know, it's, if you're already committed to the money of this vacation, you just do it. Because yeah. because what are you gonna do? You're gonna spend like half the day waiting on lines now. And guys, it's not even as bad as Disney. Disney's the worst. Forget oh, it. Oh, Disney's uh, the worst. Don't get me started on that. But yeah. it's time to make some more money. So all of you can go on vacations. And That's right. Going. So let's get at it. There's a lot of weather to worry about today so we're gonna flag those games for you a ton of weather and let's start with one that i think is uh, not long for this world 83 percent chance of precipitation here uh and it's the phillies hosting the marlins it's our boy jose ureno who we always like to go against but this one's a little tricky because of the cost of the guys plus the, the concern about the weather so to me chris this is one of these games that if you have the time to follow all the way up until you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, right before lineups, then I'm okay with getting involved in this one. But if you're not, I think you just steer clear all the way because you just don't know what you're going to get right now. And, and it seems like a pretty steady rain here where I am on the East Coast. 
Yeah, I think we were into this situation maybe last Friday where we had two or three games like this, and two of them ended up getting postponed. I think it was like Detroit, Boston, right. and then and then another game. I think too. it was last Friday, actually. Yeah, I think I, I think exactly it was, it was a week ago. So I mean, we're gonna have this. You know, the first few games we're gonna talk about. That's gonna be the situation. And yeah, if you're spending big bucks and especially cash, you definitely need to stay away. If you play multiple lineups, you can take the shot on, hey, maybe I'll get some of these expensive Philly bats slow own because of Urena. We've talked about it, and you're right. The 54% hard hit rate is the highest in all of baseball. We know he's a contact guy. We've been picking on him now for, for a few weeks. So it's definitely risky. It, it, for me, I like to stay clear. Uh, I don't play tons and tons and tons of tournament lineups, but if I did, I would take a couple shots here and there. But, um, yeah, overall. And this is a game I already bet last night because I figured the Phillies would, would jump up to minus 200. This is a game I've already taken the over. If it does happen, I do feel like those, there's definitely going to be some runs. All right. Now, on the other side here, let's go over to Washington where uh, weather's going to be a little bit better. Uh, so that's that's a positive. you got Max Scherzer on the mound, 10.4, taking on the San Diego Padres. Uh, and look, you know, Scherzer is going to be that very chalky, safe cash game guy, as he always is. Uh, in this one against San Diego, you can't argue against a matchup, especially with Strom so far this year. He has not performed, I think, to the expectations that some held for him, which uh, it's not all that surprising to me because <clears throat> this was a guy that showed you flashes out of the bullpen before and all that. But sometimes, it, you know, it takes a little while for guys to get in that groove rotation-wise. But in the meantime, Scherzer's going to be very chalky, and you've got him and DeGrom on the same slate. you got a $400 discount on DeGrom between the two of them. But I don't know how long the Mets are going to let him go, especially if it's going to be kind of a chilly, windy night, which it seems like it's going to be uh, in the New York area. You know, it's going to be 61, precipitation 83% chance of that. It's, it's not going to be a pretty situation weather-wise for him. So to me, no DeGrom, all the Scherzer if you're just playing it safe. Are you in – yeah, I, yeah, I, I have some concerns with Degrom. Um, I it's think not a good night to be throwing him out there for the first it, time. No, in fact, <laughs> I like jumped. It. I jumped on Milwaukee last night as well as just plus one sixty one road dogs. As if maybe they can, you know, get to Degrom. Obviously, Degrom is dealing with he's dealing with something. I mean, the MRI, he finally got it. Everything seems to be checked out okay. But when you look deeper into the numbers, I mean, we, we talked before about the hard hit rate. It's 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 just not normal for him and he's right and this is part keep of it. in mind his his rates are abnormal to begin with right so they might be normal for other people but it's not the level that we've grown accustomed to with Degrom. and maybe maybe it is just a matter of hey the body just needed a little break and that's fair yeah but i think when you take the uh, some people will see this as hey it's an opportunity i'm getting him cheaper uh, you know, it's the Brewers on the road, all that stuff. I, I'm with you, man. I, I'm much super risky. Side of this. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah. This is a guy a 33% fly ball rate for his career right now, 48%. He has never had a hard hit rate over 32%. So they started tracking this on fan graphs over the last six years. It's at 53% right now. Like, let's just let's stay away from Degrom. Maybe he only goes a couple innings. Like, it wouldn't shock either of us or anybody listening when he, he pitches a gem. But I think you're right. He probably won't go deep in this game. It's a very tough matchup. I mean, the Brewers are a good offense. So let's stay clear and spend our money up on Scherzer who had a bad start in Miami. Maybe people are a little bit, you know, they don't want to spend up on him, but this is a great spot. The Padres strike out a ton. Top six rate, actually third right now at 26% of the time they're striking out. The, the Indians lineup is improved. The Jays are improving tonight as well. So the Padres right. are a team that, you know, yeah, they have some guys like Tatis and Manny Machado, Will Myers, but all of those guys also strike out, especially Tatis. Right. All their good hitters still have are prone to K's. We, we all yeah. know that too. And, and maybe it's an opportunity also. Usually you like these Milwaukee bats when they're in Milwaukee. 
but maybe there is an opportunity here with guys like Shaw and Moustakas, depending on, you know, his availability here. And Yellow, you still have to pay through the nose for. But I think you're going to get into that underbelly, that Mets bullpen by the fifth inning or so. <clears throat> so I when think you you're start, right. You know, we start to have that. That changes the conversation. It changes the dynamic. All right, let's go to Toronto. Let's, let's do it. Because you, you mentioned it. You got Marcus Stroman on the hill. You got Mike Fires on the other side. Both of them are in that high seven range here on the DraftKings side. Uh, I definitely prefer Stroman there. I think the ballpark's going to be electric tonight. <clears throat> and this matters. You know, these things matter. So with Vlad's up there, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to show up there just to say, hey, I was there the first game. You know? Yeah. Like me, I'm a- not even a Jays fan, and I'm going. Right, exactly. There you go. You don't even like the Jays, and you're Canadian. How dare you? And there, and there you go. And, and I think this is a great opportunity here, and I think there's going to be juice in the ballpark. The question is, are you, are you juicing or are you squeezing? On the Vladimir Guerrero at 4.3, it's, he's hitting third. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's a good spot there. I kind of wonder, you know, against fires with Vlad, Smoke, Grichuk, that middle of that order right now, I, that might be against fires who gives up home runs, one of my favorite stacks of the night. Yeah, and, and it's going to be a little chalky, but that's okay. How many times have we talked about that? Chalk is okay. And you know what? We had Greg Landry, MLB writer for Line Star. He came on, and we talked exactly about that, about the White Sox and the Orioles being chalk. But they combined for like 24 runs in the first two games of the, first two games of the series. And, you know, it right was just right. runs. Exactly. I mean, come on. You so know? Vlad is he's going to be chalky. Uh, you know, especially I think over on FanDuel where he's a little bit cheaper, $3,200 on FanDuel. See, I think he's super chalky on FanDuel. I yeah. don't know if he is on DraftKings. I think when you have to go up to that 4.3. Four, yeah, that might. Because yeah, then it, that's like the same range as guys like Chris Bryant, who I like right. tonight against Robbie Ray. I think mm-hmm. I think when the DraftKings side, it's more of a debate. On the FanDuel, you're totally right. Yeah, and, and we're getting fires here with a 43% hard hit rate, a 42% fly ball rate, 40 for his career. He's already allowed six home runs, Joe. Last season, he allowed he allowed 32 bombs. The year before that, 32 bombs. Oakland can't save him, and this this game is in Toronto. So, absolutely, I'm I'm looking at if Galvis can get back in the lineup. I'm looking at that stack with two, three, Vlad. I may skip over Smoke. I like Gurchik, um, and even Telez. Like these guys, even if you want to be a little bit different and go three to seven and get and get T Oscar in there, those guys, these guys all have pop in their bat, and Fires is just not missing any bats. No, you're right, and that's exactly it, and that's what you want. You want guys who are going to put the ball in play against pitchers who allow that to happen, and Fires is one of those guys. All right, let's go Charlie Morton uh, against the Red Sox tonight, and uh, that's another one, too, that's uh, concerning in terms of weather. <laughs> so, I don't even know who's pitching for Boston. Uh, the Boston doesn't know. It could be <laughs> Oil Cam Boyd for all we know tonight for the Red Sox. It, it's either Oil Cam Boyd or Bruce Hurst. It's one of those guys from the 80s. They're just going to drag somebody out of retirement. But you know, it might not matter. I don't, <laughs> at this point, they might just say, eh, whatever, you just throw your hands up in the air about it. But, look, it, it's, it's your regular situation here in this game. If, um, if, they are, if, if weather is going to look good as we get closer to game time, then I think Charlie Morton is actually very much in play. Uh, Charlie Morton last year had a, I think, what, a transformational year for his career. He's got a two-year deal there with the Rays. I think he's got a finite number of years here, and he, he's looked very good. The Rays have gotten off to a good start. And let's face it, the Red Sox still kind of scuffling along. Definitely. Trying to, trying to figure it out. And if you're looking for a, a contrarian play tonight, pitching-wise, I think Morton might be that guy going into Boston. I don't think a lot of people like that or want to have a piece of that. But I think Morton, you can make a very good case for. 
Yeah, I mean, he already faced the Red Sox this year and racked up 9K. So you're right. I mean, Charlie Morton is – he's underrated. This whole Rays team is underrated. And, you know, we've been all over them since day one. Yeah, right? we and have. Their prices – We even all... had the G-Man Choi night, for God's exactly. sake. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we were talking who about – Who had that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who. The Line Star yeah. app had it, too. I even tossed out Mike Zunino when you were gone, and I laughed about it after, and then he went yard. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, the, the entire Rays team has that potential. Now their prices finally, you know – They've jumped up now where all yeah. of them are over 4K, but even still, I still think an underrated offense. Probably just going to stay clear of all this, of, of everything here. Like you mentioned precipitation. It's, so, it's up near 84% now. This, is, this has got a, yeah, a good chance for some rain. So yeah. this might be a game I, I stay clear, but you're, you're dead on with Morton. You're getting a discount there at 8.5, and he's got a high ceiling. Yeah, and, and, and look, you know, when we record in the morning, obviously, you know, a lot of the patterns can change and stuff, but right now things do not look great. Okay, you got Antonio Senzatella. Going along with the Colorado Rockies to Atlanta, taking on Max Freed. And uh, look, Daniel Murphy back in the lineup. Well, Murphy's a guy, too, that, you know, you look at the splits in some years, that lefty-lefty splits of Daniel Murphy are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's not a deal-breaker for me, and you're getting kind of a discount on him because he's still kind of just on his way back. So in the middle of that order at the three-hole, the 4.3, I'm, I'm bringing him up tonight because I, I feel like he bears witness, <laughs> you know, because of the price – and the matchup, and I know Freed's been very good, but at the same time, you know, maybe there's opportunity here where you get a little Daniel Murphy share. What do you think about him tonight? I love him on Fanduel two five. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh, a must. Oh my goodness! With some of these guys who have been hurt or slow starts, like they just—it's almost like they forget about him over on Fanduel. I think it's a great call. He's had success against lefties, and if you just look at Colorado as a whole, and you and you really just try to break down their numbers, like they struggled so far this season against lefties. But some guys have been off to slow starts, and you know, like Ian Desmond, Murphy gets hurt. Blackman just hit his home, first home run last week, and they had guys like Hampson in there who was striking out a lot. Tapping who's striking it a lot guys are now back into their lineup so i think it's a good opportunity maybe to even jump on some of these bats so i, I like the call and freed has been he has been good but he's not striking a lot of guys out so i, I don't expect him to come in and, and rack up a bunch of k he's got 18 strikeouts in 26 innings i mean yeah well and also look the in the middle of this order too daniel murphy can get on base you know when you've got story you got arenado you got these guys around there that this cluster here with the two righties and Story and Arenado against Freed, and we all know Arenado just crushes left-handed pitching. Crushes them, man. Uh, that, that's something to bear witness of. With some of the games being out tonight and some of the power being potentially gone when you're missing guys like Harper and Hoskins, when you're missing guys potentially like J.D. Martinez out of the mix tonight because of weather, you have to look at where the power might be, especially in tournament-wise, and it might very well be in Atlanta for the Rockies tonight on the road. Yeah, and and right now it looks like we're recording early, but it looks like the wind is blowing out. Uh, so even eleven better. miles an hour out—that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, even better. It's, yeah. And it's going out where to left center. That is good for Nolan Arenado, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Ever. That's what you want. <laughs> left center breeze makes me feel fine. Let's do uh, Baltimore Orioles, Minnesota Twins tonight at eight. This is going to be in Minnesota. Martin Perez, oh, our boy, our boy, our unofficial mascot. becoming the unofficial mascot of the show. I feel like Martin Perez and Alex Cobb will lock up in this one. The Cobb's just five point two. Martin Perez is six point eight. Now he's been all right, so I have to give him a little respect. You know, I said if he, what was the, what was the bet that I made with Martin Perez? I feel like I made one, and I don't even remember what it is at this point. Yeah, it it it, it honestly went Just over. Not my be head. a gas can. Is that Just what? It not is? be a gas can. I think. Um, you know, he he his first start of the season, he said he was going to get a W. He was in line for it. I think his bullpen blew it up, but. 
he's not, let's be honest, he's not somebody we're going to think about. These two teams just wrapped up a series. Joe, when the weekend we were we were all over Ryan's right. being scored, we said this is this is the opportunity for guys like Nelson Cruz and Jonathan Scope to wake up against their yeah, former Polanco too, who had himself a nice little Polanco. Yeah. Eddie Rosario hit like five home runs Look in that Polanco series, all the way up to five point one too. Oh about my, my goodness, it's unreal. Yeah, I mean, such a contact hitter. Uh, I know you were all over him in the black book. I own him all over the all place. Over. Yep. He, he's still available on waiver wires where I already have like two or three shortstops and I'm like pulling my hair out. I'm like, I'm trying to trade Tim Anderson everywhere so I can grab Polanco and just roll with him. Like, I don't think what's happening with him is a fluke. He's a contact guy. Not going to give you a lot of power, but he's going to get on base and he's going to set the table for some of these power hitters like Cruz and Rosario. Look at well, Baltimore. And, and you know what? I want to bring up a point about that because you may, you kind of are, are making a point here where even though Polanco's now probably priced himself out of the market because yeah. he's been so good, that doesn't mean this tear doesn't continue. It doesn't have a ripple effect on guys like Cruz potentially who are still in that 4-7 range. We're a little bit cheaper. We're CJ Crone at 4K. You know, that that kind of thing where, you know, just because the, it's kind of like the Yelich effect in, in Milwaukee, just because the guy's red hot, you know, he might be off the board, but it doesn't mean the rest of that offense is if that if he's helping to generate that much offense, it kind of has a ripple effect. So keep that in mind right. as you're looking through here on the Keplers and all these other guys tonight in that lineup. Uh, Daniel Norris, left-handed pitcher, taking on Carlos Rodon. Now, last time we were a little shaky on Rodon because we thought there was opportunity there. It was going to be a cold night. It was going to be all that. We were wrong. I was dead wrong. Put it on me. Again, I will, I will take the heat. Okay, because I spend the time in the kitchen, and we were wrong. Rodon was terrific, and this was, I think, last Friday's game. This was the one that we were worried about weather. We thought there might be some wind right. there. We might really uh, get the first bad Rodon start. We didn't. We got another solid one for him. And I'll tell you what, if you want to go back to the well tonight, I would. This Detroit offense really has shown you nothing. The bottom of this order is just gross. I mean, everybody from Brandon Dixon down all the way to Jacoby Jones. I mean, it's pathetic. It's, it's, it's really is. And yeah. no, no disrespect to Josh Harrison. You know, he's a good little player. But, I mean, Gordon Beckham's back in the lineup. I mean, when, when Gordon Beckham starts showing up around again, I could, almost couldn't believe that the other day when I saw his name. I said, really? I thought he was gone. I thought, he was, gone. I thought, yeah. I thought he was coaching baseball at some, like, yeah. Division II school somewhere. Yeah, he uh, spent some time with the Angels a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Get this guy out of here!" Like, uh, remember like, when he was going to be a thing? In the system? Oh, for sure. That was with yeah. the White Sox too. So yeah, no revenge narrative for Gordon Beckham tonight, kids. It's no, not and you're right about Josh Harrison. Like he he was hitting leadoff for for the first few you know few games at least I think two or three weeks, and he just hasn't been able to make contact, get on base. So he's he's dropped down the order. Yeah, Castellano has success against lefties. Miguel Cabrera's had a good average, but he's not doing anything really like. Statistically, the power is not there with him this year. So I like Rodon. He's at a great price at 81. And you look at the Tigers as a team, 26% strike rate. That's fourth in baseball. So, the, yeah, one of them, good call. One of my favorite pitchers on the board. Yeah, and look, between Stroman at 7-6 and him over it in 8 and change, it's – you could really do a very nice stay under 16 combined yeah. with two pitchers and drafting. And on the we other side, we like to stick around when we're absolutely. And we always like to look at the matchup on the other side with Norris. Like, how deep is he going to be able to go into this ball game? He's always struggled with with injuries and walks. He's got four outings this year. His first start came against the White Sox. He went five innings. I can't imagine him going much more than that. So I, I think you know, for pitching matchup, the duel. I mean, you got to give the advantage to Rodon. All right, another great pitcher on the slate, Colin McHugh, 8.3, who's had a terrific start to the year, taking on Corey Kluber, who has not had a good start. Kluber's price has come all the way down to the 8.9 range, and deservedly so. However, you are looking at a lineup here that's trending upward with Francisco Lindor back and leading off. He's 4.5. 
on the DraftKings side, you're going to get, as Chris said, always more of a discount on these guys returning on the FanDuel side. But honestly, I still lean very heavily McHugh. This normally would be a toss-up game for me, and you know I tend to run away from those, but I don't feel that way in this one at all. I feel very strongly about Houston at home, very strongly about McHugh, and I think Cleveland's still one of these teams trying to put it together. So I'm actually going to be in the Jose Altuve business tonight. I'm going to be in the Colin McHugh business tonight because I think those are the guys that are going to move the needle in this game, and I still think that Cleveland is a work in progress at best. Yeah, I, they're starting to improve. I know Linestar really likes Jose Ramirez a, as a value guy, and they, and they feel strong about him projection-wise. I, I, I got to agree with that, I mean, especially over on the FanDuel side. But, yeah, if I, had to, if I had to choose and what I've seen so far this season, I mean, it's Colin McHugh has been the better pitcher, and, and Kluber has, has been lit up. So, I mean, if, if the Houston bats are strong, I, 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 when you were gone, I, I, I was like, I'm a broken record here with Brantley and Carrera. They just continue to be nope. undervalued. Before and we came on today, Correa was the first guy I popped yes. in the lineup. I was like, I, look at him. I mean, this is a great situation I, here with the price and return on investment. And starting to hit the ball well. Brantley's been good all year, but they're both under 4K. Altuve's under 4K today. They've lowered the price on some of these guys because they're going up against Corey Kluber. But Kluber is – he's walking guys. He's yeah, like I, that's what I understand. They're lowering yeah. the price against Kluber, who doesn't deserve it. Yeah, no. Kluber's price is being lowered. So what – it's exactly. Like yeah. It's a weird thing. Like I, I don't understand it, but there is this section on the DraftKings side, especially where you're looking at Morton, Ryu, uh, Rodon, and McHugh, and even Bumgarner's. We get to him from like the 87 onto the 81 range. Where if you're playing multi-entry tournaments tonight, you can mix and match these guys and pick and choose and have different combinations of them. This is one of those nights where I say multi-entry. If you are that kind of player, is a really good thing tonight because I yeah. think there's a lot to. Uh, there's a lot of advantage there because these pitchers in that 8K range are very strong matchup-wise, very strong uh, current run-wise, and just return on investment. There's a lot to like here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, Kluber got lit up by the Royals. He got lit up by the White Sox. You get lit up by the Royals. You don't deserve any respect against Houston. No, I'm he's sorry. given up 30 hits in 26 innings, 20 runs. He's Ugh. walked 12 guys. He's not the same. Sure, he's probably going to figure it out. But until then, take the discount on what we know is a really good offense. And if he Houston. figures it out tonight, great, terrific. Sure. But you yeah. know what? And I'm not going – and I'm not putting money in to find out. He no. Has, no. You know, no if you to. want to put money in it to find out against the Royals and you got burned, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fair. And you get burned, you go, well, it was worth a shot because it was an opportunity. This is not the opportunity to do it. And I don't care if he hits it. It's not the place to put your money. Tyler Skaggs taking on Danny Duffy. The two lefties will match up here. Uh, Kansas City against Los Angeles is going to be in Kansas City in this one. Uh, look, you know, at least the weather's decent. <laughs> That's about as much as I can say about That's this the game. That's po- the only positive uh, you could say. I mean, both guys coming off for the, the IL. Danny Duffy making his first start. I don't expect him to go deep. We've been talking about the Angels' struggles against lefties, and again, they check in with another high team-implied total. When you were gone, they went up against Marco Gonzalez, and their team-implied total was five, and they had one run through eight. Like, they just, I just don't understand this still. Uh, nonetheless, um, you're going to get value on Simmons, and that's about it, man. I just, I'm just staying clear all this game. Like, I like Hunter Dozier, but he's been, in, he's been out of the lineup for the past couple games due to a back injury. And, you know, Whit Merrifield should have his way. Mondesi's been good. But I, this is a game I'm just uh, – I'm not excited about for him. For, there's just going to be no one I'm going to be playing, I don't think, from here. All right, the Reds are traveling to St. Louis. Miles Miklas and Anthony Desclafani match up in this one. Uh, I'm going to be on the Reds tonight in this one. I like Puig's price at 3.9. Uh, like Suarez, the same price as well. I, I still like these guys. These guys are too good of hitters not to – 
you know, and they always carry that possibility of the big night. And I love that about those kind of guys. And if they're under 4k, even by a hundred dollars, that raises an eyebrow for me. And that means opportunity in this one too. Uh, and even Joey Votto at the top of this lineup, you can even skip Winker if you wanted to and go one, two, four, you could go two, three, four all the way through. If you like other first basemen on this one, but Mikolas is another guy, Chris, you know, last year out of tough April and then was kind of dazzling throughout, but really this year has not been the guy I think that they were expecting in St. Louis so far in the early going. He's a contact pitcher. He pitches a right. contact, relies on his defense. So when anytime that happens, I, I agree with you. I've been on the Reds now waiting for them to turn it around. And this may be, this may be the game because There's been spurts. Yeah, there has been because Mikolas doesn't miss a lot of bats. So here we are, you know, guys that have struggled, they're going to be able to make some contact against him. 85% contact rate this year. Last year was 81%. So he's not missing any bats. He's actually been giving up some home runs, something he didn't do at all last year, only 16. So far, five. He doesn't strike anybody out. 15 strikeouts in 29 innings. Last year, 146 in 200. Yeah, Suarez... Puig, absolutely. Votto atop the lineup, you're all getting them at a great price. Yeah, and look, the next one, too, is also about matchup and Robbie Ray against uh, Kyle Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks just 7.5, coming off a good week there, strikeout-wise. And the Cubs are another one, too, where you see spurts, but you're waiting for him to wake up. I'm waiting for Chris Bryant to wake up, really. And really, he started to have a good night a couple nights ago, but I want to see, like, Double digits, four days in a row kind of point totals. I want to see him starting to take walks. I want to see him start to do those things. I think Rizzo's in play, even though it's a lefty tonight. Robbie Ray in that building historically has not been good. So I'm going to troll him in that building, and I'm going to be fine with that. So the Cubs are going to be in play for me. And I'm curious for you, how do you see this one matching up? And is there anybody you want to get involved with? I think there's going to be a lot of runs. Um, Arizona is, is is hot. They're coming in hot, too. I mean, they just went into Pittsburgh. I mean, the Pirates had the best team ERA in baseball, and they went in there and, and lit them up for, for four games. Um, so I am interested in a couple, but I'm more so with you. I lean on your side with the Cubs. I'm, you know I'm not a huge fan of Robbie Ray. 45% hard hit rate last year, same thing. Year before that, 40%. Struggles with the walks, fly ball rate is at a career high right now so um, a great opportunity I think to jump on Bryant Rizzo Bias uh, Contreras has been making some contact he he's got the highest wob on that team right now Rizzo we were I was on Rizzo this week I, I think it was Kenta Maeda I like the matchup even if it's lefty lefty I still like it you're getting a discount so there's an opportunity for runs these both of these games we just talked about the Reds the Cardinals the Cubs in Arizona those are the two games that I'm going to be attacking from from an offensive standpoint I think it's going to be runs in these games yeah no you and me both that was that's all my sheet here those are the games I want and uh, the line star app agrees with us too because Puig is one of their highest rated guys on DraftKings tonight in terms of return on investment so that's another nice. one to put in there so is Jesse Winker also against Mikolas there so uh, keep those guys in mind all right let's go on here and press on Seattle and Kikuchi are taking on the Texas Rangers and Shelby Miller I know everyone's been waiting for Nomar Mazar to wake up, and it's going to get to a point where I'm going to want to start buying when he gets real low mm-hmm. because I, th- I think he's just too good of a young hitter. But it's not going to be against Kikuchi tonight. It's not going to be against the left-hander. However, Enron Encarnacion is one that fascinates me tonight because I'm looking for some pop, and in that mid-four range, he's a really nice option tonight. for looking for, if, you know, if you're looking for the home run in the tournament lineup, I think against Shelby Miller, in Seattle, even, I think that's a one where I, you could check that box for me. I think I'm all in on Encarnacion. Yeah. It, it also a good call from Rosara. I think it's coming too. He had two home runs the other night, but you're right. He doesn't hit lefties all that well. Right. Like you uh, have the two home run night yeah. and then people are like, okay, but it's like, yeah, keep it, that in mind. He doesn't hit not tonight. Well. Not against the, not, the comeback right. then against the lefty. That's where I struggle with it. Right. You know, it's, I hope that it doesn't 
skyrocket him because of the two home run performance, but we'll, yeah. we'll see. We're going to get uh, Rugnet Adore back in the lineup, another lefty, though, so it might not be a, a good spot for him. But, I mean, Seattle just put up, what, 12, 14 runs last night. Shelby Miller, talk about hard hit rates. He's all over it. I mean, 50% this year, 58 last year. All the Seattle bats are expensive, but I love the Edwin call. Hanger atop the lineup is just really, really expensive on DraftKings 5-4. Vogelbach has got some pop in his bat. Uh, and Tim, Be- Tim Beckham has been solid this year, too. Even Healy, like, there's there- – they're going to score some runs. I'm not a big Kikuchi guy, but I just can't. I'm not see, either. I can't see. Um, there's nobody really in this Texas lineup that excites me. Anders is expensive. Uh, I just don't think with, you know, the thousand dollar discount is nice, but I don't, considering those guys in the eight range. Yeah, man. Like, there's too many good guys there for me tonight to go down all the way to that level. Agreed. It's just I don't know because those Texas. I mean, you know, you, you could have one of those nights where Anders and Mazar have a you know could surprise you there. Definitely. But, I don't know. It's not what I'm, I'm feeling personally tonight, and the numbers aren't super exciting either. Here's one where <laughs> upset-wise, you know, I, they've got Polanco. Well, I don't know. Uh, coming up on Pittsburgh here with Archer against Ryu, I think, you know, automatically everybody goes right to Ryu, but I don't know about this. I mean, Josh Bell's had a really good season. That's not a guy I typically like. Melky's moved himself all the way up to the two-hole. They brought up the shortstop and Cole Tucker, and Gregory Polanco being back is huge. Now, I don't know if I love the matchup if he's in tonight against Ryu, but I think this is one of those this is one of those nights where if I'm looking for the upset, the sneaky stack of the night, whatever it is that we do here, I think mm. the Pirates might be it. I really do because they're super cheap. And if you're trying to look for that pairing, if you just want to play cash games and you want to go up to the Scherzer and just feel confident about that, I think a team like the Pirates are one you could do it against. Not and it's, I'm not taking a shot at Ryu. It's more just. I don't know. I, I feel like Pittsburgh's actually been playing better than people give them credit for. Yeah, it, it, their offense is getting better. You're right. You, you get Polanco, you call up Tucker. Uh, if he leads off, you know, Melky is, is a good bat. You mentioned Josh Bell. Cervelli is going to – he's going to eventually turn around. He's a good on-base guy. Kang has got some pop. Like, it, even Brian Reynolds is – you know, you know he's up. He had some success in the in the minors as well. So, I could I could see that I, I'm really heavy on the Dodgers. I'm I'm it, not from maybe a hitting standpoint, from from a betting standpoint. I, I like them. I think Ryu is going to be able to have some success. When you look at the Pirates overall, like dead last Woba against lefties, they're striking out. They're they're not hitting home runs. Part of that is because of some of the injuries that they've had. Like Polanco gets well, that's back the whole and they thing. Helps when you lose the, the best in the lineup, right? And then Marte not in the lineup. It's exactly. kind of like, it's, yeah. it's 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 tricky. But Polanco, I think, is one of these guys I feel like is on the precipice of becoming a thing. I think he's the super. I think he's. A, I, I, I like him a lot. A couple of years ago, he was he was lined up to be that kind of guy, and it didn't happen right away. And I think this injury kind of checked him a little bit because I saw him in camp, and I, I just was blown away by what you know by the shape he was in. But more importantly, for the first time, he looked like the guy he was supposed to be in spring training when he was taking those at-bats and he was hitting the ball hard. And the fact that he is so far ahead of schedule, we were looking at him in June. It's not even May and he's back. That's, right. that's staggering. So it is. the fact that he's moved that timetable up to me, I think this is a guy that's getting serious and a guy that knows arbitration and free agency are on the horizon. And I love those kind of guys, Chris. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Listen, I'm in on the Pirates too. I, I agree. I think they're underrated. I, I think, think it's an upset pick tonight. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my personal upset because, you, you know, Ryu wasn't 100% either coming into this game. It's true. Um, I mean, they are striking out the most against lefties, and they have dead last Woba. But I think there's an opportunity, you know, in these next couple of days maybe to jump on them. Yeah, he had that groin strain. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, 
I don't think you're getting, I don't think you're going to get top notch Ryu tonight. And I think that, that that just means it's opportunity. Like I said, it's it's not for the faint of heart. I'm putting it right. out there. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll uh, I'll hold myself accountable as I always do. We, <laughs> we usually the, agree. So yeah, we usually agree. All right. We can and, be different. And we also that. like to pat ourselves in the back. We've done a lot of that so far <laughs> in April. So <laughs> someone will pat ourselves in the back for <laughs> one of us. We'll we'll do some one of us bad there. So let's go to the last <laughs> game too. You got Paxson against Bumgarner. Nine point six on the DK side for Paxson. Eight point seven for Bumgarner. Again, this Yankee lineup, the bottom of this Yankee lineup, they just acquired Cameron Maben. <laughs> They've lost two more guys since you were gone. I know, I know. It's like, like Frazier hit the hit the IL, and I, I put a I put a, I did a, a meme or a, a, a gif I should say of uh, the tumbleweed rolling through, and I said the Yankees' current roster. Oh, <laughs> like, I can't barren. get over it. I can't get over it. Like it's it's unreal. Uh, it's nuts. I just watched the series against the Angels, and you know. The, the entire Angels broadcast is just like, <laughs> like every day. I, I forget who it was yesterday fouled a, a ball off their foot, and they were just like, oh, no, here we here, go again. Like, here's who the Yankee lineup on, on Friday, the 26th of April. You ready, kids? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's DJ LeMayhew, Luke Voigt, Brett Gardner, Gary Sanchez, Gleyber Torres, Giovanni Urshela, Cameron Maben, Austin Romine, and Mike Trackman. I mean, come Maben on. gets in there right away. Yeah, and and if saw, you can't crack yeah. the lineup in Cleveland in that for that outfield, I mean, you know you're hard up. And he, and the Yankees just they needed him. They needed him to get in there. Like it's it's rough. This is the lowest total I think I see. I saw they signed Logan board. Morrison when I was gone too. And I oh just, I must have just missed that. Yeah, six and, oh, and yeah. a half team, six and a half total this over under for this game tonight. It's like a minor league contract or something for Logan Morrison. But look. look Let's get to the pitching match. So both these offenses are not anything to write home about. The Lions are apt tonight. Loves Paxton on DraftKings in terms of turn on investment. So if you're looking for a cash game fade uh, from Scherzer, I can definitely understand the Paxton love there. Uh, but for me, this is another one of these games where I'm looking at two one. I'm looking at a yeah. no decision oh, yeah. here. Like I, I'm, I'm not super excited about this one at all. No. If I'm gonna pick a side, I'm actually gonna pick the Bumgarner side because he's at home. So personally, if I'm going to fade Scherzer in cash game tonight, Bumgarner is my favorite one. Other than that, I'm going to stick and roll with those AK guys that we talked about. That's the theme of the day. Yeah, I would agree. You said it perfectly. Absolutely. I mean, I, I keep throwing out Torres. They were Torres as a value play, but he's not doing anything. He's like, only at yeah, 245. Yeah, just he's in there in the middle yeah, of the lineup, it's, it's not a good matchup either. Right. It's not at all a good matchup. No good. So, no uh, good. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Yankees will leave with Bumgarner after this game. <laughs> over. After this series, like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. I mean, you know, Bumgarner like, may be the best bat in this, in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Matt, can we play in the outfield the other days when you don't pitch? We can really use some help in the offense. All right, let's call our shot. I'm going to go with Vlad Guerrero Jr. Homering in the home first game, his debut. It's going to be all over the place. It's going to be a huge thing. That's where I'm going. Who are you calling your shot with tonight? It's such a good call. Vlad's going to Vlad's going to go deep, and Gertrick's going to go deep as well. But I'm going to go back to Eddie Rosario. I know he's extremely That's expensive, but he's been he's been red hot, guys. He, that series really woke him up in Baltimore. And you know who's allowed the most home runs in baseball? The worst ERA. Part of the reason is guys like Alex Cobb. They're they're flyball pitchers. I know it's in Minnesota, but. Uh, Eddie Rosario, if you don't like to spend up, even guy like um, you know, in that lineup, Jonathan Scope, CJ Crone, like 
boys are going yard tonight. There you go. Absolutely there. And uh, again, stay away from some of those games with the weather that we talked about too. It's not worth dabbling in. It's not an opportunity. Uh, We did talk about the Reds and the Cubs again, stacks that we like the pirates being one potentially on the cash game side, very sneaky. We might be able to put that in there because Ryu is not a hundred percent. And then those $8,000 pitchers, the guys in that range on the DK side, the McHugh's, uh, even Bumgarner, you throw in that mix, Rodon. There's a lot of those guys tonight. I think you can uh, plug in some lineups, do some interactive stuff, move guys interchangeably in and out, and uh, do pretty well. So that'll do it for us. Make sure you download the Line Star app and make sure you're using the optimizer too when you're making up these lineups all Friday and the rest of the weekend and all season long. And you can follow us on Twitter at Line Star app at Joe Pizapia 17 and at Chris Meany. There's only one thing left to do, and that's move off the on-deck circle now. Step up to the plate and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Minnie.